Hello and welcome to this micro lesson episode of Inside the Mind of Champions. I wanted to talk a little bit this week about Bazball, which if you're a cricket lover, you will know has been a revolutionary new philosophy from Brendan McCullum and Ben Stokes, the England captain and coach, bringing in a carefree, positive attitude that's transformed their performance. Um, and I wanted to look a little bit at the details of Basball because I think when new leaders take over, they dream of making this massive transformational impact in their first 50 or 100 days. And it rarely happens. Um, but England cricket is definitely bucking the trend. They've knocked off uh, 277, 296, 299 in their run chases recently. And then in this latest game this week, they were tasked with an English record of 378 in the last game against a very strong Indian bowling attack. So it's really strange that it's been so immediate, the transformation. It's almost like the coaches burst through the saloon doors and said, everyone play with positivity and, and that's transformed the organisation. But obviously we can't unearth fresh talent in a few weeks and we can't nurture and you know, bring in completely new techniques uh, within a month. But we can change mindset. I really believe that. And I think, like many people, I actually expected this most recent run chase in the fourth innings of the game against India to be a blaze of glory, but ultimately a failure. But they didn't show recklessness, the English batsmen. They showed a really positive intent. And I think that's what sits at the heart of this Basball philosophy. So having this crystal clear mindset that you're going to look to dominate the opposition has this chain effect, this sort of knock-on effect, where it makes you faster, it allows you to make faster decisions, it uh, makes you more decisive, it allows you to commit 100% to your plan. And I think the hidden consequence then, and certainly in a cricketing context, is that if you're 100% committed to your plan, now the bowlers starting to run in thinking, well, what are they going to do to me? Where are they going to hit me? What's their plan? And my intent, if I'm 100% focused on this positive intent and brilliant execution, that actually starts to contaminate and cloud the bowler's commitment to their plan. So every ball of theirs becomes 10% less potent because they're not really trying to bowl as fast as they can. They're not really trying to hit the deck as hard as they can which means that the ball doesn't swing or it doesn't hit the seam quite so in a, such a pronounced way. And it means that the ball is 10% less potent, which is then easier to hit. So my uh, dominant mindset and my clarity and confidence then affects the opposition, which makes it easier for me. So it's this self-perpetuating cycle. And I think having coached a lot in India at various tournaments and, and the IPL for a long time. I used to love talking to the Indian players about this clarity of decision making. And the players would often say, oh, I understand you, you're trying to, you know, avoid double mind. And I, I love that uh, phrase, you know, this idea that, uh, yes, I'm trying to play this shot and I'm trying to dial up my concentration on this shot. But I'm also worried 30% or 40% what the bowler's going to do or what the press are going to say or, you know, what the outcome might be of the game. And it's that 40% of distraction, which is actually taking away from my best execution of my skills. So we've got to try and take away that hesitancy and that lack of clarity 
uh, for the players and for the people in our organisations so that they've got 100% focused and single-minded focus, not double-mind, single-minded focus on what they're about to do in their jobs. And what we've just seen for the England cricket team is stunning. I mean, it's this psychological duel that's been carried out between world-class players, you know, Joe Root, Bairstow, Bumrah, you know, these incredible cricketers at the top of their game, of course, with uh, Virat Kohli being incredibly passionate and animated around the side, although even he had to keep quiet when Bairstow got his second century. But, um, you know, England chased down that English record of 378 and Root and Bairstow just seemed playful, entrepreneurial, uh, and they worked in tandem and were pretty relentless to break India's heart, I think. And many of the corporate clients that I'm working with and supporting at the moment have got a similar thing. They've got complexity and uncertainty and change as their enemy. And it's created a double mind in the same way that the Indian cricketers think about it. And that double mind rears itself in our self-talk, in our team talks, and just that lack of focus and commitment to the execution of our skills. And that's even before we start to talk about our rivals or the competitive landscape. So I think we can all reflect on how complex and anxiety-ridden and confusing many of our environments are and ask ourselves if we can simplify the message, can we take away that fear of failure? And can we get our teams to express themselves intelligently, but very positively, not rashly, to deliver better outcomes? One of the other things that's really stood out to me from this recent period of English cricket is Joe Root's interviews after the game. It's like he's rediscovered this youthful passion for batting without the burden of captaincy. And it would have been easy, of course, for him as the captain of the previous culture and era to have mocked this new philosophy. But instead, he's been fully engaged and actually role modelled exactly what's needed for the other players. And when you've got a world class performer doing that, it not only accelerates the adoption of this new strategy, but it also speaks volumes about his character as a man. England will definitely meet setbacks and tough conditions as they tour the world trying to deliver baseball. But to me, it's the intent that sits at the heart of it. It's the intent to be positive, to score, to keep the pressure on the opposition, to run hard between the wickets and to make their opponents think. It's woven into this culture that they're developing now and they've got another great evidence story of delivering it. I think Ben Stokes perhaps pushed it a bit too far when he was batting because he was trying to set that tempo. But he'll start to learn, like all the players, this fine line between being reckless and being positive and having this positive calculated intent with very good solid shots. So I think they'll all be able to refine their judgment of risk as they start to play together on the edge a little bit more. You don't learn these things if you're playing safe and just holding back but they're definitely loving it. And it's far better to see them going for it and taking these risks and learning about this risk appetite rather than sitting back and being hesitant and waiting to accept your fate. The other interesting impact is that this will have on on other teams. They'll be wary of England from the start and this aura is building and it, it could gather its own momentum. But the true test for England will be when they have a collapse Um, you know, or failure grips the team? Will they still be able to dominate their way out of it? Or will it be a spectacular demise? 
in these games, we've seen Bearstow produce four centuries in five games in a patch that's beyond purple. The question is whether the other players can step up and maintain this approach, or is Basball really down to three or four top-class international players? All of these questions remain unanswered, but from where England have come from, it's truly transformational. And in a world which needs some good news and some entertainment, Basball has been a welcome tonic, so long may it continue. It's also reinforced my belief that mindset offers a competitive advantage to all leaders and teams across sport and business. And England's clarity and positivity is an absolute inspiration to us all. Well, we've got the excitement of Wimbledon the second week. I'm looking forward to seeing if Nick Kyrgios can behave himself and the England and Australia rugby tour and, and all the other nations as well. So it'd be interesting to see how those tournaments develop. Uh, and also great to see so many of you joining the Sporting Edge Members Club last week. Um, remember, it's really simple. This is our database and, and professional development platform that is just so inspirational. All you need to do is visit sportingedge.com and click to join and then add the word podcast 100 with no gaps. So it's podcast 100 into the discount code box and you'll get a free month's trial without needing to put your credit card in or anything. So it's an incredible digital coaching platform packed full of resources to help you to have a better career yourself, to become a better leader and to create a high performing team. We've got lots of businesses actually in the platform using it with their team meetings and their leadership development. This week we welcome Polypipe who are having brilliant success with it and it's already transforming their meetings. So I hope you have a great week wherever you are. Remember to look at sportingedge.com, the membership. Thanks so much for listening and uh, let's keep fingers crossed that the England cricket team can keep this success and we'll see you soon.